0: Welcome back everybody to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. And if this is your first time joining us, I want to let you know it's an honor to have you. My hope in this is that maybe I can bring the Bible to life a little bit, um, make it feel more practical to your world. And more than anything, I want you to feel heard. I want you to feel seen. I want you to feel known and loved by people and by a very real God. Uh, But over the past a couple episodes, we have been working through the book of Jonah. So the book of Jonah is in the Old Testament. It's a pretty crazy story, and this is going to be our last episode on this book. And I want to talk about something super important. If you haven't read it before, go read it. It's super short. You could read it in probably like five minutes, ten minutes. And if you want to listen to past episodes, feel free to do so. We, talk, we pull a lot out of this book that I think is super helpful. Um, it's been helpful for me. I hope it would be helpful for you as well. But I want to talk about the big thing that seems to happen with the book of Jonah. And to do that, to set that up, I want to talk about um, my favorite girl in the whole world, Taylor Swift. Y'all, I love some Tay-Tay. And at some point, I am going to do a series called The Gospel According to Taylor Swift. That's how much I enjoy her music, and I love it. I really do love it. And if you don't like Tay, that's cool. You don't have to. I do. And so if you listen to the podcast, you're going to hear me talk about her occasionally. But one of my favorite songs by her right now on her new album is called Happiness. And there's a part, there's a very beginning of this song that I think will help us with the book of Jonah. All right. She says this. She says, honey, when I'm above the trees, I see this for what it is. But now I'm right down in it. All the years I've given is just shit we're dividing up. And if the cussing offends you, you're probably going to hate this podcast. Um, But she basically is saying she's going through a breakup and it's really difficult. And she's saying, hey, when I take a step back, when I'm above the trees, when I can see the forest, I can understand the bigger picture of what's happening. Um, but a lot of times, but right now in this moment, I find myself down in it and I'm getting Caught up in the details, and it's just very difficult, and I'm getting lost in that. And she basically bounces through that the whole song. And here's why I think this is helpful when it comes to the book of Jonah is because for so many, we get caught into the little details and little arguments about this book. Like, if I, if you've grew up in the church any amount of time or did anything, and I asked you to tell me, uh, like, what's one of the big things about the book of Jonah, unfortunately, 90% of people will say, he's the one that got swallowed by a fish. And then it comes the argument of, well, that's crazy. Can you really get swallowed by a fish and live? Like, can, Can that stuff really happen? Is it real? Is it metaphorical? And we argue about these stupid details. And unfortunately, we miss the bigger picture of what this whole book is about. Because if we're going to get caught on the fish, let's get caught on all of the other ironic stuff as well. Let's talk about the fact that Jonah, the man who's supposed to be after God, runs from God. He gets on a boat with a bunch of heathens and pagans who actually pray and are actually uh, casting lots to help understand why this is happening. And then he gets swallowed by a fish. He gets spit up. He goes to Nineveh to a place that is supposed to be destroyed by God and is doing ungodly acts, but they repent and get their act together and God forgives them. And Jonah's response to all of this is that he wants to kill himself. He wants to die. And so if you get caught up in the little details of this book, you can get lost in it and get very connected of proving these little standalone things that you miss the bigger picture of what the story is all about. And I want today to tell you the bigger picture of what the story is about. And so to get there, I want to talk about uh, the, the Nineveh, the city that... Jonah is going to. Uh, they are full of Assyrians and Assyrians at this time have conquered Israelites, God's people um, that God is supposed to protect and have favor on. They have been captured by the Assyrians and have basically been uh, enslaved they get uh, over they get like bombarded, they get um, like their food is scarce, their water scarce. they're being and to some extent being treated pretty badly. And by the Assyrians, the Israelites are. And Jonah falls into that category. So the Nineveh is an enemy to Jonah. They've hurt Jonah. They've hurt the Israelites, Jonah's people, they, who are God's people, and they go against God. And so they're not friends. And so when Jonah gets this message to go to Nineveh, the reason he runs in the opposite direction is because he's thinking, these people have hurt me. These people have hurt our people. God these people have went against you, and so he runs from it, and then God gets Jonah to a place where he goes ends up going to Nineveh, and reluctantly Jonah basically says, "Hey, repent, or your God's going to destroy you in forty days." and they do, and they turn around and they bring themselves back to the Lord. And Jonah's response to this is anger. He's displeased with it. He's frustrated with it. He is not happy with it to the point where he says multiple times, um, now, oh Lord, take away my life for it is better for me to die than to live. That's verse three of chapter four. He says, that, He says, I would rather die. The fact that you've forgiven them, I want to die because I'm that upset about it. And so the question of the whole book of Jonah isn't, is the fish real? Is it a whale? Can it happen? The big question of Jonah is, can I forgive my enemies? And a bigger question, am I going to be okay if God forgives my enemies? And this is a question now this book becomes real for all of us because we've all been there. We've all been in this place where people have hurt us deeply, they've burned us, they treated us unfairly, and they have left wounds that many of us think will never heal. And in Jonah, Jonah is dealing with this, and God says, go to them and give them a chance to repent. And Jonah's like, I'm not for it. If you read the book of Jonah, what you'll see is it ends very abruptly, in super abruptly. There's not a lot of resolution in the book. And I think the, this intentional because I think it's an open-ended question for me and you to wrestle with. And that if God cares about the people that hurt me, am I going to be okay with Him forgiving them and using them? Am I going to be okay myself giving the people that hurt me another chance? It's this big idea of forgiveness reconciliation repentance it's not about the stupid fish or the well it's about the fact of can we move forward with those that hurt us deeply can we forgive them and today i want to challenge you because god says in the end of this book he says this he says should i not be concerned about that great city should i not be concerned with those people should I not give them a chance? Because for Jonah, you remember we said this in the last episode, came, God came to Jonah a second time and gave him another chance. And God is saying, Jonah, will you extend that same forgiveness that I've extended to you? Will you extend that same opportunity I've given to you? Jonah has a really hard time with this. And I mean, likely, I mean, we all understand this. This isn't brand new information. We know the emotions that go with this of trying to let go of and forgive something or someone that hurt us deeply. But what I love about the Bible is what we learn is that by letting go of the the things that Uh, the decisions that people made to hurt us, letting people go and off the hook, what we end up doing is we letting ourselves off the hook and we give ourselves freedom to move on. Now, forgiving is not forgetting. That's stupid. You can't forget what people have done, but what you can do is forgive them with the assumption and belief that maybe they weren't trying to hurt me, or maybe they can grow, or maybe in some other life that doesn't involve me being a part of it, that they can grow into a better person. That can we trust God to forgive them and give them a chance to be better? And today i want to challenge you like God challenges Jonah, is hey, give the people that hurt you a chance to be better. I'm not saying you need to be the best friend. I'm not saying you need to let them back into your life. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying give them a chance to be better and to be stronger and give yourself the freedom to let it go and i'm not undermining the hurt i know some of you have been damaged deeply by people and hurt i get it trust me i get it so well but the the rage and the bitterness that you hold on to all it's doing is hurting you it's like Drinking poison and hoping the other person dies, it's just it's just not gonna happen. It's it's hurting you, not them. So today, move on. Let it go. Let God do his work in the people that have hurt you. Give him permission to do it. Because God wants, just like God wants the best for you, he wants the best for them. And don't get lost in these stupid details or these stupid arguments about the fish and about all this stupid stuff. Instead, the bigger picture, can I forgive those that hurt me? And can I be okay with God forgiving those that hurt me? And today, I want you just to think about this, and I want to pray for you. But please, take time, reminisce about it, wrestle with this thing, wrestle with this story, wrestle with that question. And work it out between you and God. And you may not be ready, and that's okay. But I'm going to pray for you. God, thank you. Thank you for giving us something practical in the Bible for us to wrestle with and to understand and to learn how to deal with. Lord, we've all been hurt by people deeply. All of us. None of us are exempt from that. People are jacked up and messed up, and they do stupid things that hurt us. But Lord... As we are in this process of trying to understand of for, how do we forgive them and how do we let you forgive them when they hurt us, Lord, help us understand the bigger picture. Help us see that people can change. That forgiving them isn't about letting them back in our lives. It's not about letting go of the, or forgetting the decisions they made. Instead, it's giving them permission to grow. And it's giving ourselves permission to move on. So Lord, help us do that. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.